and get started. We got a couple of people coming in. Um, so if everybody's ready, well, you know what, everybody, um, welcome this evening, you know, to our first five-day GOAT Level Goal Setting Challenge. Tonight is set to be an epic night. Uh, we have Dr. Mitchell with us here, um, who's a board-certified psychiatric nurse practitioner who, who very, very good friend of mine, go back, man, maybe 20 years, very sharp gentleman, sharp young man. Uh, he's the owner of Health C, which everybody will receive information on. Um, but Doug has some, some very good information for us this evening about dealing with fear and, 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 and dealing with anxiety and things along those lines. Um, and as you know, this is the goal setting challenge and everybody received the email with the goal setting notebook in there. But what we're gonna do is I'm gonna cover that on the other side of this because I don't wanna hold up Dr. Mitchell's time. I know he has a wealth of information for us this evening. Uh, we're gonna be dealing with some hurdles that debilitate us. We're gonna be dealing with divorce and loss and all of that good stuff. Dr. Mitchell, you ready? I'm ready, sir. All right, the stage is yours. Well, thanks. Thanks, pleasure to be here once again with you, my friend. And it's mental C. Mental yes, sir, C. mental C. Do not look right. up health C because you'll get someone else and that's not Dr. Dr. Mitchell. Mental C. Mental C. That's the uh, Instagram. They got the you know the shameless plug right off the top, right at the top of the uh, of the hour. Well, let's talk about it. Let's get into it, man. Can you hear me? Okay. I'm not hearing you right now, Doctor Mitchell. Why don't we Why don't we start here? Why don't we talk about where you got to start from where you were to where you are now? Then we can go into to dealing with the information. How does that work for you? That's fine. That's, we can do that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Where did my, where did my, my start in, 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 in healthcare? Yes, sir. I started out in healthcare and um, actually when I got out of the military back, you know, it seems like decades ago, I was, uh, I was just searching for for a new direct, for a new path, new um, a new career path uh, to sink my teeth into, and eventually applied to to the um, to university, Nova Southeastern University in South Florida, where where I am right now, and um, got accepted into that program. Um, the RN program came in uh, came a nurse, worked there for three or four years, immediately jumped into a nurse practitioner program um, with a specialty of psychiatry. And then uh, shortly after that, I um, applied to a doctoral program and jumped through all of those hoops, mm -hmm. uh, conquered those challenges and became a, became a doctor nurse. Yeah. Throughout the process, and I've been working in emergency rooms, 
um, intensive care units, uh, state facilities, mental health facilities, lockdown facilities, um, the gamut, everything from anything and everything involving um, individuals uh, experiencing some some degree of crisis. You know, I've seen it. I've seen the gamut. Wow. Okay. Okay. So I know that you started your your company prior to COVID, but talk to me about some of the things that you saw coming through during COVID. You know, with loss of of, of uh, family members and and those types of things. Let's talk about some of the issues. Um, I guess from a um, I mean, that's a, that's a, I, saw, I saw a lot of things. I saw a lot of things that I, I haven't, that I'll never be able to unsee. I mean, that's a very delicate uh, uh, subject matter for me. I didn't, I had no idea that you would, you know, you, you know, open up with with a question like that because honestly, that that's a, you know, this topic honestly is a, it's like a, it's almost a trigger for me. It's almost it's an anxiety inducing for me, and, and uh, because of the things that I've witnessed and experienced being uh, considered a um, considered a frontline worker um, in the um, in the eye of the storm is 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 what um, a lot of the uh, a lot of the nurses the doctors and the and the you know and um, all the other the uh, various professions that that have found themselves interacting with patients their family members, um, in the midst of this, in the midst of this, this pandemic, you know, I've seen people walk in, um, and, uh, walk in talking, you know, walkie talkies as we call them. And mm -hmm. then immediately, um, needing uh, oxygen or support because they're, they're in crisis, you know, they're basically in pain or in discomfort, but, but, um, because of how, um, because of how unpredictable and how um, this random this this thing has been, I've just seen people decompensate very quickly. I've seen uh, at the beginning of the crisis there was, um, I guess, that first wave. There, there were the, there wasn't a lot of evidence based science, so there was a lot of um, trial and error with respect to um, stabilizing patients and getting mm -hmm. and patients. Uh, keeping patients out of the out of out of the ERs and getting them out of the ICUs. So I've, I've seen I've seen seen the belly. Uh, I guess the I've been in the be the belly of the beast, and in terms of healthcare, and I've seen um, just how uh, um, significant you know this this um, this virus has impacted mm -hmm. individuals, their families, this this society as a whole. And it has it has been nice, my friend. It has been nice. So. You know, that's a conversation that we can we can have completely uh, aside from what we're talking about tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, tonight we're dealing with goal setting, you know, setting the goal of self, you know, setting the goal of, of our mental health, prioritizing our mental health. You know, I have a lot of people on this evening who are, you know, in careers, ministry and business. And a lot of times fear and anxiety has a way of stopping, you know, stopping us in our tracks. Can you speak to that for us this evening? No question about it. You know, um, when you when you uh, asked me to speak today and, and you 
told me that you want to talk about fear and anxiety, you know, that that's, you know, I was happy to hear about that because honestly, that's one of the, those two, um, these two emotions are, are the probably most treated, uh, um, the most treated in, in the mental health spaces. So, so typically, you know, we don't, you don't see, you don't see the, the extreme, um, the, the extreme uh, conditions as much as you see people just struggling with, with basic, basic fear and, and the anxiety that, that is uh, attached to that often. And um, oftentimes, you know, people have a tendency, a lot of people in our community, I guess, in, a, in, in our, and um, in our culture have, we've, we have been, um, we have been conditioned to, to uh, manage with, with um, manage in the, um, to manage and function with uh, a while being under duress or while being uh, impacted by, you know, these, these, uh, these states or these emotions that, that lead to just various degrees of, of instability. Fear is, of course, is something that we all uh, have experienced. Some of us, some of us are, have, are prone to, you know, to being fearful, you know, depending on the, the, uh, your personality, depending on, um, depending on how you are, are, are raised or conditioned um, uh, as a youngster. One of the things, the thing that distinguishes fear from anxiety is that is that fear is fear is often perceived as a negative emotion, but it's something that is that is required. It's a it, and can be utilized. And the the beauty, I guess, the the value and fear and and directing fear and, and containing uh, fear in an appropriate way is that it mobilizes us. It, it it's an it's it causes us to move. So if something is, if there's a stimulus or some type of, um, if there's, uh, there's something that is, that is, uh, that, that has creating or causing some type of an uh, immediate uh, danger, or if you feel like if you're, if something's about to, you know, something's, there's about to be some pain right here, then fear will get you to, will cause you to move away from that. So a lot of, you know, we hear people talk about, you know, I have no fear, but you know, that's not, I don't, that's not, that's not realistic. And it's, it's, uh, you know, that's um, something that, that I think, you know, people, if people really understood just the power of fear, how we can actually use fear, you know, to, uh, as momentum or as a catalyst, then, then uh, I think that a lot of people might change their paradigm with respect to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how do we know the difference between, talk to us about fear versus anxiety well again fear is um fear is something that happens it happens uh in the midst of a crisis or in the midst of a uh, of an interaction it's something that there's an immediate response to 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 again an external stimulus um uh, typically and then 
the that emotion and all of the the reactions that are that's associated with it the uh the biological uh reactions that that occurs in our body will dissipate once the threat or once the stimulus is removed so fear again fear happens um when we when we're afraid of something and and it, and the, the fear is rational then there's an there's an immediate response to that you really not you really not and that and that that response is is biological you, you, but it's less less cognitive more biological and neurological so but when you when that thing is moved or when again when the threat is removed then the fear typically is removed with anxiety with anxiety and let me let me back up so there's there's a value in that i i think i expressed that earlier so there's value in in being able to to acknowledge something that is an, an an imminent threat and then to be able to to move around from that threat right anxiety is something that is that's it's an emotional response as well but in in the clinical spaces we call it a a useless more of a mood that is useless. It's it, it, it causes people to uh, to hover in a trance-like trance-like state, and and it's more anticipatory than anything. So when a person is anxious about a thing, they they typically there's uh, there's ex expectation attached to that. There's they're expecting something to happen, or they're anticipating something um, to happen. When fear when fear is not again directed. Or contained in, a, in an appropriate way, it can lead to anxiety. So, and then, and and it can lead to a condition um, called general generalized anxiety disorder. So, which is just a constant state of uneasiness. Mm -hmm. So, and and this, and then that can lead to more and more uh, instant emotional instability. So, so understanding the difference between fear and anxiety is is uh, i think a key step and be in the process of being able to like just move a little bit more freely mm -hmm. you know, that we, we find ourselves in so so would it in a certain sense would it be safe to say a lot of times fear <clears throat> can come from something that's tangible that's real that you can you can visualize you can well you can see you can touch and the anxiety a lot of times isn't hasn't even happened hasn't even take place we're experiencing anxiety because of something that hasn't even happened is that it was safe to say something along those lines 100 and the interesting thing about it is that and i think you you um will attest to this when there's something that causes fear is there something that strikes fear in you the immediate react there's going to be an immediate reaction and that reaction and that's not, and typically is not a it's not one that you have to think about. There's a neurological response or reaction, right? Mm. You're gonna move if something if if something is um, significant enough to cause fear or to or to uh, raise fear in a person. They're gonna you're gonna it's, it, like the neuro the, neuro the neurological system does the next thing, but with anxiety, anxiety is something again like you said. It's, it's something that is attached to something over here or something you know next week or something um you know whether it be a test or whether it be a difficult conversation that, that you need to have or whether it's 
um, um, whether it's attached to some of these relationships that you know we find ourselves having to to negotiate. But what thing? But if but anxiety is the difference again. That I'm and I just want to bring this. I just want to solidify this point is that fear will mobilize us, but anxiety immobilizes. Okay. Real. It's yeah. a. It's Go ahead, real go ahead. So even though they may overlap, they 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 cannot be used interchangeably. They're two completely different, two different. One is more of an emotion, and one is more of a mood. And I always like to I always like to explain to people that that word emotion is let's 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 look at that word and let's break it down. That's energy in motion. Energy so, in motion. That's right. So, right. You know, so, so there's something that we can, so let's, this fear can, fear can help us. Anxiety can, can tear us apart. Okay. Okay. So break, break that, break that down again. Emotion. So what, so whenever there's, whenever there's an emotion, whether it's joy, whether it's sadness, whether it's a uh, feeling of elation um, and this, you know, with respect to this conversation, fear, there's usually some, there's an energy attached to that, mm -hmm. right? The always energy attached, um, uh, uh, the energy attached to the, to our feelings. So the, and then, you know, some people I was talking to, uh, I believe my sons earlier, that one of my sons earlier, we were discussing the, the, um, just the, the importance of feeling, you know, and, and not um, diminishing or um, devaluing the, the significance of, of how how beautiful it is to to experience what it what it you know what it feels like to feel because there are people and and i've come in i've come into uh come in contact with many people that um have what's called um an affective disorder so or the the inability to feel so you have mm -hmm. people who are out here um, who are acting uh, you you'll see people You'll see people behaving in a certain way, and and oftentimes, you know, we'll, we'll try to wrap wrap our minds around why some people are behaving in a manner, and and a lot of those people, some of those people, let's just say, have um, uh, they possess uh, what's considered again an inability to feel. They call them affective disorders. So, and that can happen as a result of. That can happen as a result of uh, brain injury. There's specific parts of our brain that that helps us that that modulates or again negotiates. You know what feelings you know are appropriate, you know, and, and inappropriate, and and how we how we move um, with respect to you know um, or when those feelings are uh, engaged or induced. Okay. okay. So how do we combat, you know, how do we work through just being immobilized by anxiety? You know, what are some of the best ways to work through that? Um, 
you know, I'm big on just acknowledging, acknowledging when um, being honest with with ourselves. Some mm -hmm. of us are uh, prone to uh, certain types of um, traits and characteristics. I think what's what's um, what I find what I find will accelerate the process of moving beyond emotional instability is is or what, to whatever degree that may be. And, and that's, that's since we're talking about anxiety, anxiety again is something. It's usually something that you know where there's some lack of clarity or there's some lack of um, congruency. There's something fractured. There's something fractured in an individual, or there's something missing in an individual, um, lacking, missing, broken, torn, whatever it may be that causes a person to to want to live beyond the present moment or want to reach beyond the present moment, seeking something beyond their grasp. You know, so much so that it causes or creates, you know, again, this emotional instability. So, so reaching for something external, typically, and then creating this emotional, internal, emotional storm. So, so, so the goal for a therapist, psychologist, or, or a really good friend is to have that person, is to, is, to, is to do their very best to have that person center themselves by reminding them that that right now is all that really matters right now is all that really counts right so we're, we're not gonna we want to help what i try to do is help people to pull focus number one you know this is where we are this is where you're at you know this is what is this is what's most important right now so let's take a look at what's what's happening right now let's take a look at what's 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 going on in your life right now mm -hmm. you know the struggles the conflicts whatever those things may be the challenges um you know the lack of whatever whatever lack of resources uh lack of money lack of food whatever it is you know so let's let's pull focus and let's let's look at what it is let's acknowledge what the problem is and then we can begin to construct a uh, a plan or devise a plan right but but typically again when people are when people are emotionally unstable we have to stabilize you know do our very best to stabilize them some people aren't, some people aren't able to um some people aren't um uh some people have some some people they're beyond the point of return when it comes to when it comes to they, you know they've gone they've gone beyond the emotional instability and have have um have stumbled into what we call neurosis you know they're functioning they're barely functioning they're functioning but they're still you know, there's 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 uh, an instability that's bumping right up against psychosis. So it's it's there's layers of it is what I'm getting at. But if I can help a person to observe, be more observant of what's happening versus judgmental of where they are. Mm -hmm. So, you no, know, I want you to be I want you to be clear. If I if I can if I can speak with someone as I'm speaking with you right now, and 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 then and do my very best to get them to lock in in this very moment, then there's an opportunity for me to, to help this person, assist this person. If I can show them when, remember the, the, uh, the mantra is let's illuminate the barriers first. Let's put some yes. light on that. Absolutely. You know, put a, a light on that rock. And then, you know, let me help you see better. Let me help you see what it is that's causing you, you know, this, you know, this, uh, 
that's causing you this pain or maybe causing you um, or impeding your way. That's mm -hmm. the first. Okay. Let's expose what it is. And then typically, usually when we expose what it is, there's some people who will, who will um, respond well to that, but then there are those who, um, who are impacted in a, in a significant and a profound way. And when you expose them to whatever that stimulus may be, or, or you know, if, I'm, if I bring your stuff to you, if I bring your stuff to your doorstep, some people may be able to you know, say, okay, let's have a conversation. But there are a lot of, but there are many of, uh, many among us that, um, when forced to um, take a look at what's what's causing the conflict, there are many who are even more traumatized, or there's a there's a higher level of um, of um, there's more of an impact, a negative impact sometimes that occurs when exposing someone to the stuff that's standing in their way. Okay. And that's, that's trauma. And that's when we, you know, right now we're talking about trauma. Grief. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, some of us have goals next year, whether they're business or ministry or, but just dealing with some things that, that are, that have set us back, you know, might have us looking at next year exhausted. Um, how can we prioritize ourselves when it comes to fear and anxiety? How can we set some goals around that with this five-day goal-setting challenge? I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought that up. So in practice, my, my objective and philosophy is to, you know, as I just said, to... Um, to assist an individual in seeing what it is that may be getting in the way. Let's, let's see what it is. And then we can begin the process of making the adjustments or the incremental adjustments um, the, that are necessary to move towards whatever success looks like for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, so we can't just say, so it, it's, it's, it's uh, dismissive and for me to say as a, as a human being, you know, what you're dealing with is, you know, doesn't really matter. It, it, it's minimal. Um, but again, we need to, we at least need to address that. Let's address it. But at the same time, let's begin to, to develop a plan to move you from where you are to ultimately where you desire to be. Right. So then if so by, so what I like to call them, what I like to call it, um, I, I call the, I call these things mitigating strategies that will dismantle fear and anxiety and sometimes the phobias uh, and these phobias that sometimes people, you know, um, so if we can begin number one, again, to challenge, begin to, um, begin to look at ourselves honestly, where we are, uh, ask ourselves the tough questions, you know, are, am I the person that I desire to be? Am I, you know, am I, and if not, Am I, you know, what am I doing each and every day with my time? You know, am I more on the negative side of the spectrum um, than I am on the positive side? You know, do I, have I established any, have I, do I have any goals? Do I have any, any ambitions in life? You know, some of, a lot of people, this is where anxiety is, anxiety is 
festers and is compounded oftentimes in a, in a, in a, in a human, in a being, human being or person because they just, because they have nothing to look forward to, right? Mm-hmm. Side, you know, that stabilizes them. Nothing that they, no core, no personal core, no personal philosophy, and that there's no strength, you know, no, no, nothing on the inside of them that, that stick them in the midst of the storm. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So, so then, so now you, okay, so you got a human, you got a, an individual that's prone to, to the, to the winds of change, you know, that are just, that are occurring, that are occurring, um, all you know just occurring all the time I mean, the winds of change are always moving right so what do we do so by so there's some things that we need to establish there's some things that we need to, to set in motion and 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 one of those things is just, i think is creating a personal philosophy sitting down and beginning with that you know what is it that who am i what what is it that you know i want to achieve you know what is it that i want to to dismantle and get out of you know get out of my life you know you know set the relationships yeah. Um, ones that work for us, and also and and also moving towards moving towards the those relationships that add value to us. That's good. That's good. You know, day one of this challenge, <clears throat> I sent out an email to everyone this morning, and day one is about what do you want? You know, what is it that you want? Um, so I think it's a good thing that you touched on there that personal philosophy. You know, because without a personal philosophy, we can't determine what we want because we don't. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, we don't have a center. We don't have anything that we're standing on. Right. I, I want to hone in a little deeper on that personal philosophy piece. Can you go in a little deeper with that for us? Well, I can only I can only speak to that from my personal my personal experience. Mm-hmm. And um, when I when when things begin to change. And in a, in, a, in a profound way for me was only when I was able to or willing to take a look in deeply into my own eyes and accept what you know, was in what accept what was in front of me, you know, mm-hmm. all flaws, the flaws, the, the contradictions, the, um, the, 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 the hypocrisy, all of the things, just the, the, the uncertainty, the questions that I had. Um, just the bad choices that I made. So I knew that I needed to deal with those things, but I also, but at the same time, I, I had, um, I, I uh, was fortunate enough to, to uh, have these Tony Robbins tapes you know, around the house. You know, my mom used to listen to a lot of this positive um, mental attitude, you know, uh, those Les Brown, Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn, and, um, so it was always something. It was always, I always had this positive, um, this information that was kind of just flowing through my subconsciousness. And been in the midst of the, um, the poor decisions and the poor selections that I was making, you know, at, at that, you know, at that earlier stage of my life. One of the things that Tony Robbins um, said, I went to a three-day seminar um, when I finished, um, when I finished my graduate degree. And um, one of the things he talked about was the importance of having a magnificent obsession, you know, something that is, you know, and 
most people, when you hear, when we hear, when, when most people refer to being obsessed with something, it, it usually has a, a negative uh, uh, tone or, or um, um, just, it, 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 you know, um, it, it, most people will want to associate obsessions with something that is debilitating and regressive. But to have something that we are obsessed about that, that will elevate, you know, not only our, our vision, but our, our position as something that we can aspire to, is something that I knew I needed to have. It's just so that's one of the things um, that we all must have to begin with is some type of clear goal, uh, directive, something that causes us to get up and 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 to move towards each and every day. Yeah. Like life with no with nothing to look forward to is one thing. Now a life with no plan to get towards it, that's another again that's another part of it but so for me it was just crafting an image being of the knowing understanding or believing that i could create a vision of what it was that i desired you know what i wanted to eat what i wanted to where i wanted to live what i wanted to drive and um again and this is just one component you know i think of you know this is just one component of what makes us successful what makes us fulfilled there's so many so many layers to it but yeah. that causes you to want to to be you know to get up and, and go after something is definitely one of those yeah one of yeah I, I think that this is a good spot to wrap up um, outside of any questions if anybody if you have any questions type them in the chat uh, we're going to spend uh, just a couple of more minutes talking about the challenge. I don't want to keep you on, you know, anything, anywhere past 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, Dr. Mitchell, it, anything you want to, uh, anything on, on the plate that you wanted to talk about tonight that you felt was important that we haven't covered up to this point? Um, well, I definitely think that it's important, you know, to have, to be able to have this conversation, I'm, I'm, and to be, and to be in this presence, in this place with you, is is is, is a blessing. It's an honor, and I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful, and I'm grateful. Mm. You know, to just to be here, and um, I guess in preparation for this, there was certain, you know, there's many things, there's so many, so many, so many roads and paths that we travel down when we're talking yeah. about. Um, when we're talking about the problems or the issues that 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 um, that we that we're confronted with, you know, on on a daily basis, people are just in the midst. Some people never are able to to rid themselves of their of of the struggle, you know, they or uh, of the issues that that bind them, the ties that bind. Yeah. Right? Such a for me, you know, I grieve, you know, when I see people and I, I don't know, I think I'm just wired like that. When I see people that, that are, that are, that are, but that are lacking resources um, or lacking the, lacking the resources or lacking the, the ability to ask the right people, the right questions to get the help that they need. Um, I think there's a lot of work for us to do um mm -hmm. you know on the ground on the ground level in terms of 
building foundations, you know, um, and, and um, setting the setting the stage before we can get people to, to soar, before we can get them to, to before we can get people to live the best version of themselves. We gotta, you know, we gotta get people to be honest with themselves, you know, and um, and to and to and at the same and, and in addition to that, we have to also have the tough conversations that that um, get in the way of people that look like you and I as mm. and all of the other people out here that are on the fringes the, um, that are confronted with the, ish, the structural challenges of even getting access to care or or finding you know people like you and I that might be able to connect them with the resources um, that, that they may need. Mm-hmm. So the last one of the last things I wanted to say or um, with respect to this goal setting that was really prolific for me was that when I realized that there's a there's a gap between the person that we are today and the person that we ultimately desire to be. Like all of us have all of us have dreams. All of us have dreamed of being a better version or a better, a higher, elevated version of ourselves, you know, of ourselves. And Oftentimes uncertainty gets in the way. It gets, you know, gets in that space, that space between who we are and who we desire to be. Limiting beliefs gets in the way. But if we can begin to chip away at those things, chip away at, at those lies that somebody told you about you, you know, if some if we begin to um, you know, raise our shoulders up, you know, just you know, to stand up, you know, with t- ten toes down and you know, with confidence and courage to, you know, face whatever the challenges may be, if we can just get up and if we can find whatever the tribe is or find whatever it is within us to continue to press on in the midst of whatever the challenges may be, then then I'm convinced. And, and as we spoke earlier today, you know, I, I quoted that scripture that that said that, you know, the, the, the scripture, give us this day our daily bread. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And God will supply us the not only the resources, but the sources, the wisdom, the insight. You know, the, I believe that the wind underneath our wings is 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 it's all it's right there. We just gotta we gotta we gotta put in the work and start flapping those wings. Yeah, we do. We do. But forgive me, man, for you know, you get me on this, you know, I get I, I get to <laughs> I get happy. Spirit, you know, the spirit, the spirit just gets on me sometimes. Yeah. Well, you you know, that's why we're on here, man. I believe that, you, you know, know you're, you're a very intricate part to the, to the puzzle of our culture, to this generation, you know, Doug. And I, and I, and I look forward to continuing this conversation. You know, I, I do. Yeah. I do. We're just touching the tip of the iceberg here. That's right. And, um, and, and, you know, I can keep people on all night and all of those things, but um, this conversation is important because we have to understand how to navigate. You know, we're we're just getting past the point as a as a culture, as black people, where it's okay to say that I'm I'm fearful, I'm dealing with anxiety, or you know, I want to go talk to someone. You know, we're just getting to the point where we understand that's okay. You right. Know? Yeah. So so you're important, and uh, this is just the beginning. You know. This is just the beginning. I thank you for coming on um, this evening just to spend a little time with us. I know your your schedule's busy, but I really appreciate it. Man, I got all the time in the world. You know, let's go.
That sounds good. So, hold on. Let me see what we have. No. Uh, we have Sherry. Thanks for your leadership, sir. We always learning and growing, no matter what age it is, what what age you are. That's all right. That's good. That's good. Uh, if anybody has anything else as we as we wrap up, go ahead and drop it in there, and we'll touch on it. I want to just briefly hit on day one. Day one is what is it that you want? And, and I know just with this conversation with uh, uh, Dr. Mitchell, I want to, you know, to continue to be more transparent with myself, you know, continue to knock down those things that people may have said about me, bishop and all, you know, yeah. I have my stuff um, to bring more clarity. So one of my goals uh, as I go into next year is just being clearer with me, you know, to continue to allow life to flourish. That's one of my particular goals. Uh, we have Kayla. Kayla's very inspiring. Everyone needs to hear this. Thank you. Kayla, thank you for getting on with us this evening. That's my niece, man. What's up, Kayla? That's all right. Hey, all you know, right. let me, let me, what's up, Blockhead? Let me, let me share one thing, one more thing. Is it, is that all right? Sure, sure. Um, what we didn't talk about from a clinical perspective was uh, what phobias are, and that's something that's really important. I just want to just kind of just uh, just explain the difference or what that is. Absolutely, the difference between a fear and a phobia. Remember, the fear is an immediate response to something that is that is real. It's something. It's, it's something that's real. Anxiety is again something that is is uh, that's a typically mood. Or some we, we're moving. We're feeling something uh, that's associated with an event something down the road it's, it's it, we're anticipating something phobia is is an intense is an intense reaction it's an intensive almost un, un um, it's an irrational fear so when you have an irrational fear it's a, but it's an effect, irrational fear of something a, a person place thing or object and and this when when a person has a phobia then now you when you mentioned the fear of the fear can be of anything. It can be the fear of fears. It can be fear of whatever. Spiders. Phobia of being alone. And whatever that thing may be, if we can prevent ourselves from fears, our, our fear or our, uh, our insecurities that are and attached to those fears, that we can... If we can acknowledge that, that, you know, there's levels to this thing that I might have. And if you're a person that's listening to this and you have anything that's causing you to be anxious about a thing or, or if you know within your heart of hearts or your, within your, if you know, if you're the good mind that you have is telling you that, that I may be, I may be holding on to some things that are, that are not rational. So then that's when, and that I, and I may need to go talk to somebody about that. There's a fear, there's another side of fear that looks like regret or reluctance and regret, and regret which, has a, which, is, which plays a big part of uh, 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 disenabling us from reaching our goals and our objectives, right? Mm -hmm. So it's reluctant to move forward. You know, the, you know, you know you're not gonna reach that goal. So, I just wanted to make it make it clear, you know, there's, we, you know, we have issues, we have, we have soft, soft spots, 
we have um, things that are inadequate about um, our personalities. There are deficiencies in our character, but that doesn't mean that we have to remain that way. Yeah. There are, and the, there are people out here that that are loving and that are um, that are good at what they do that can help help people get beyond beyond those 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 cracks and crevices that may be uh, causing causing one to stumble. Thank you again, man, for giving me this opportunity. Man, you're welcome. You're welcome, man. So everyone, I want to, um, as we go ahead and wrap up here soon, uh, if you have your goal setting notebook, the first section that contains the list of where you can list your goals, it reads financial goals, personal goals, career business, relationships, spiritual, and ministry goals. This is the only page we should be working with for day, with day one. So you literally want to go in there, write the goal out. Is it a short-term? Is it a long-term goal? Just to visualize, just to lay the goals out in front of you. And as we go through this week, we'll dive in to a systematic way that I've developed in order to be able to target and hit these goals uh, throughout the year. Uh, there's one last question I see in here. Okay, we have Kenyatta Harris. Yes, thank you. I really enjoy this information because I too transitioned from the front lines of the hospital to now figuring out my next move. Thank you, Kenyatta, very much. Kenyatta is actually a, a bishop, Bishop Kenyatta Harris. Um, so, you, you know, thank you. Thank you for your transparency, uh, Bishop. Uh, and, and for Cambria, the Cambria said, as asking, what goals can we make to keep us from fearing or becoming anxious? Are there any specific things that we can do that will help us combat it? I know one, you said, deal with right now, deal with what's in front of us. Deal mm -hmm. with, let's, let's just address where we are right now. Is there another? Establishing, establishing a, a, you know, you, you can speak to this. So success breeds success. Yes. Right, so and sometimes, sometimes we, we we're reaching beyond the small, the small successes that we, that, that we, uh, um, um, the small, the small successes that are in our daily life, in our, in our comings and goings for lack of a better word. So if, I mean, there's, there's, there's a few things that we can do, but number one, from a, again, from a mental health standpoint, we got to take care of ourselves. You know, we have to make sure that we're, we have to make sure. So one of the things, when, when a person comes to me in the midst of a gang crisis and they're unstable, I want to know, I want to know what your environment looks like. I want to know if you, I want to know what your, what your nutritional, you know, what your sleep regimen looks like. I want to know what kind of foods you're eating. I want to know if you're moving your body. These types of things, if you're exercising, so if you're if you're committed, if you become, if you're willing to become just a little bit better in all of these areas of your life each and every day, you know, I'm gonna start setting some goals and I'm gonna build on the success of those goals each and every day. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna create, I'm not gonna be unreasonable and, and set these unrealistic goals that I, you know, that I that I may not be able to reach within a specific amount of time. That's that's where I wanted to go. So we're talking about setting goals with parameters, right? So we that's so it was not just the 
the, the philosophy must include an objective with a parameter. So, you know, I want to do this by then, you know, I want to, I want to accomplish this in X amount of months, uh, a college semester is 90 days. So, you know, going into that thing that at the, at the middle point, the midpoint of the thing, there's going to be a, a midterm examination to assess, assess, um, the, the amount of work and your dedication to whatever that thing is. 45 days to the 90th day, you know, whether or not that's going to be a lot of that, what you put in on the front end is going to have a lot to do with whether you coasting or whether you got to grind at the end, right? So you, you are, are you picking up what I'm putting down? I'm tomorrow? picking up what you're putting down. So it's necessary. So when I talk about creating uh, goals with parameters, I want people to be realistic. You know, again, that's being realistic. So set something, set something in motion by putting something, putting something on paper, putting a set of goals, let's say five things that you want to achieve in X amount of days, and then begin to check and put some boxes next to those, those whatever those goals are, and begin to check those boxes off. This, and by doing so, that, that, that causes us to be accountable, if nothing else, to ourselves, yeah. right? And accountable to what you said. So then, and so, and if, and if what, and if you can't, if you can't hold your own self accountable, then that means that there's work that needs to occur. It, it, there's no need to judge yourself for that, but that, there's the need to make some adjustments. Mm -hmm. So, so coming off my box, success built is built upon success, but not just major success or success is success. Someone said that the success is um, our incremental adjustments in our attitudes and behavior and then repeat it each and every day. So, and, and I'm in closing, there's a, a book that I read uh, that was written by this surgeon um, that um, realized that regardless of how, how profound of a change that he could uh, create just with his scalpel, you know, by changing the, changing the way that someone looked on the outside, did nothing for how they saw themselves on the inside, right? If they didn't believe, so this person, if they didn't believe, know, and trust that they were worthy or that they were, they were something of value that they, you know, that, you know, yeah, I'm a boss too, or I have the, I have the capacity to, to be a better version of that of myself. I can develop, I can grow. If, if you can look like, you can look like who, you know, you can look like a, a 10 or whatever it is on the outside, but you bust it up, you know, you just, but you, a bag of, a bag of peanut shells on the inside, you know, mm -hmm. it's nothing, nothing to hold you together. Yeah. So it's yeah. so important to, um, to be able to, to build on those successes. And, and, and where I was going with that is if we can begin to direct our mind direct our mind in, in the way that a torpedo or a heat-seeking missile is directed towards a target. So the target, so we, we started out talking about anxiety, but let me just finish this point right here, Jamar. Is that all right? Yes, go for it, go for it. So you've got, so my military background, you know, causes me to have to, you know, think in terms of military stuff sometimes. So this, so if we our mind, in, in such a way, and we use our mind as a missile 
and some of us use it that way, but mo most of us won't and don't. Now, the neurological system is something that that's different and that's separate from how we, you know, the logic part of this, this logical part of who we are, this rational part of who we are. There's a, the neurological part is the sensing part. That's the part that feels. So oftentimes, most of the time when we're, we're negotiating life and going through our dramas and our stuff in life, we get off track. There's something that gets up. You, you mentioned, you know, somebody, there's a death in the family. There's a divorce in the family. You know, there's, there's a, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, I lost my job, you know, I, you know, there's whatever the thing may be, you know, I, you know, I just, you know, I failed, I failed my boards or whatever the thing may be, you know, or I need a job, you know, oftentimes we'll get a little bit off track and then, but then fail to re-correct what a missile does, what that heat seeking missile does, it, it, it has a target that causes it, it's target, it has heat. It's the, the, the target is, is something that it never, it's constantly moving towards this, this missile is constantly moving towards this target because of the heat that's a, attached to this thing or the heat that this target is, is producing. So even if it gets off track, it's still moving forward. So this, this consistent, so the progression is always progression. So it's not about getting off track, it's about the immediate the immediate correction. So even if you, if you, if the thing, so even if we get off track and we overcorrect, the objective is to correct it, to correct ourselves as quickly as possible and to continue to move forward. So I'm hoping that that, if, you know, can just apply that analogy to, to whatever they're experiencing, experiencing in life, C continue to move forward. It ain't about the fall. It's not about the, it's not about the fail. It's about the progression. And if you keep on moving, you're going you're gonna to hit that goal. All right. So that sounds like a good close to me. It's not about the fail. It's about the progression. Keep moving. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Okay. Well, there it is. Y'all heard it from Dr. Mitchell himself. Uh, doctor, how can they reach out to you if they're interested in, in connecting with your company? Um, I can be contacted um, on our on our tele. Um, the uh, our one eight hundred number is one eight hundred eight nine one seven three two zero. Again, one eight hundred eight nine one seven three two zero. Our website is info. Excuse me, um, mentalc.health. So www.mentalc as in the vitamin C. Dot health. On uh, Instagram, we've got mental C underscore health. Thank you, Jamar, for throwing that up on there. And then um, finally, our email address is email, excuse me, info at mental C dot health. Info at mental C. Yes. Health. Okay. And if you could give us that 800 number one more time. 1-800-891-7320. All right, everybody, I'll put his contact information right there. Feel free to reach out um, and connect with him, share it with a loved one or coworkers or whoever you may have in your circle. Uh, we want to see you thrive. We want to see you live. We want to see you do all that God has called you to do. So with that, I'll close. Dr. Mitchell, take care of yourself. All right, y'all, that's day one. Day one is in the history books. Tomorrow is day two.
with global brand expert, Cheryl Pullins. You wanna know something about branding? Cheryl is the one to go to. She's a business partner of mine. All right, doctor, I'll be in touch. All right, my man. bless you, everyone. All right, take care. You do as well.